Welcome to the Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey, Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode 36, Focusing on Yourself. To learn more about us in the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. And while you're there, check out our patron program where you can make a pledge to support the show financially. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. So today's episode is all about focusing on yourself. And uh, I think that a lot of times when we start talking about focusing on ourselves, a lot of people have this like sense of um, kind of feeling selfish or, you know, this guilt that kind of goes along with that, especially around, you know, you know, like friends, family, coworkers, stuff like that. Um, And I think that's kind of a huge thing that maybe hinders people from focusing on themselves as much as they should. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's one of those things that's really vital to the balance of your life, right? I think um, when we do lose focus on some of those areas, it makes it harder to really be your best self or really, you know, give those people that you want to spend time with the best version of yourself. Yeah. Because I mean, ultimately focusing on yourself is what allows you to be your best around those people and um, kind of give your all, I guess, Mm -hmm. you know, and if we, I think that a lot of times if we start to kind of lose sight of focusing on ourselves. Sometimes we can actually start to lose sight of everybody that's most important to us too, in a sense. Um, You know, because I think that, you know, it's kind of that domino effect, you know, you, you start not focusing on yourself enough. And then when you start to kind of maybe get burnt out or whatever that might look like, Um, you know, if your stress gets high or you're not sleeping how you should, um, you know, we start to kind of fail in other areas. And, um, and I think that that's why it's really important that we do actually take that time to focus on ourselves so that not only we can be our best version of ourselves, but we can also, um, present our best to everybody else around us that we care about. Yeah. I feel like when, you know, especially when we lose sight of, of our self-care or self-focus, I think that it really almost builds like a cloud around around us that I think takes some of the joy and, and um, excitement out of the things that we do do, right? I think that you just, as you lose that focus and you don't have that time, um, it kind of builds this, it can build if it, if it doesn't get taken care of, some maybe resentment or uh, lack of really being able to process the things that you do do. Um, which in turn, I think you take it for granted a little bit on what you have. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, you know, you just mentioned too, um, you know, I think a big part of, you know, when we start to talk on about focusing on ourselves, like what does that look like? And I think one of the biggest things that people likely gravitate towards um, is self-care, um, which is a huge part of uh, focusing on yourself. And I think that, there's probably a lot more parts that go into it than just self-care, but um, that being probably one of the more notable things with it, we'll kind of start there and, you know, go through 
that, which we've talked about a lot. Um, so we don't want to, um, hammer too much on that. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but self-care is really important. Um, it's, I mean, just a huge part of wellness as a whole. I mean, um, and really taking care of ourselves and making sure that we're kind of in tip top shape, you know, and, uh, self-care is there. I mean, the, the options are kind of endless really. I mean, to me personally, when I look at self-care, it's, it's kind of like what ultimately I think is going to be most enjoyable for you, uh, relaxing, um, healing to yourself. Um, and, and that can really look like a ton of different things for everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, my self-care versus Josh's self-care, um, versus anybody else's might look wildly different. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, it is very, um, different for every individual. And I think that, you know, just finding the things that work for you to, to help you unplug and unwind and and kind of recharge your batteries is the biggest, most important thing. Yeah. And I mean that like there's, there's a ton of things. I mean, I made just a small list here, but like reading, working out, um, you can take a drive, um, listening to music, watching movies, uh, taking a walk or going on a hike. Uh, one of my favorites is getting a massage. Um, I think that's one that, um, a lot of people don't do cause they're kind of expensive, mm-hmm. you know, or can be. Um, but I found it to be really good. It's like a, I usually try and do like an hour and a half and I just shut down, um, you know, and I, I don't have to think about anything. Um, but it really helps, you know, kind of just unwind and, you know, you get a good massage out of it anyway. So that's great. You know, mm-hmm. especially for me, I'm, I feel like I carry a lot of stress in my, my back and shoulders and neck and everything. And so it's a huge thing for me because it, A, not only helps me kind of de-stress, but I kind of walk out of there feeling just like, you know, free almost. I don't, I don't know the best way to describe it, but um, definitely a helpful thing, but I mean, self-care can really be anything that, that just truly like helps you get to a better state of mind, um, to de-stress, to unwind all of that. Yeah. I think it, that's the main thing is just letting you yourself kind of unwind and kind of get out of the noise of the stuff that can cause frustration over time. And, and, um, you know, I think that there's a lot of different levels in self-care. I think that it can vary from simple ideas to, um, you know, more, more maybe not complicated, but more, uh, I can't think of the word, um, really any, just from simple to, to more, um, like in depth. Or- yeah, in depth. That that would work. Um, activities. I mean, it's one of those things where you really can, you know, you can find things that that work in small amounts of time to kind of boost you throughout the day. And then there's other self care ideas out there that you can, you know, you know, some people take retreats for a week or or um, go on trips to, to kind of re-unplug and recharge. So there's a wide variety of options, but I think really finding a balance between the two and what works for you. Yeah. I mean, I've seen stuff from as simple as just doing like a minute or two minute, like 
breathing technique all the way to, like you said, a retreat or going on a vacation or, you know, and everything in between. I mean, there's so many different levels of what self-care can be and what that can look like for um, everybody that um, it's, it's really just kind of figuring out what it is that you need and what works for you and um, what that looks like. Um, but I think that, you know, more than self-care, um, there's a lot of things that when we start talking about focusing on yourself and, and really taking care of you, um, there are a lot of things outside of self-care that I think that really kind of go unnoticed a lot of times. And, um, I think one of the biggest things is, is really just kind of like boundary setting, um, making sure that you're setting healthy boundaries for yourself, um, so that you're not kind of being walked over or um, allowing too much stuff to get thrown on your plate. I know I'm I'm guilty of this all the time. I'm my plate is like always overflowing with stuff, and um, you know sometimes I do have an issue with with setting those boundaries for myself, um, and it really takes like a lot of insight, I guess, and and knowing yourself and your time and <laughs> yeah. you know, how, how all that stuff impacts you though as well. And so, um, you know, having that self-awareness to know, um, what you need and don't need, I think is really important, but then taking the time to actually look at what boundaries do I need? Um, so that I'm not overloading myself, that I'm not constantly under, you know, this ongoing state of stress or, you know, feeling like I've got a million things that I need to do. Yeah, I think boundaries are huge in in um, focusing on yourself, but I think it's also, like you said, realistic boundaries. And um, I think that, you know, it's realistic on a few fronts, right? I mean, realistic on the time you set for yourself. I think realistic on the things you like to do. Um, I think that one of the, you know, I think for me sometimes if I don't, set boundaries and set my, for example, my workouts in the morning. Um, I know my evenings are going to get blown up by other commitments. And then that just, in my mind, adds more stress because, you know, if I don't make the workout or I don't, you know, keep that boundary and really discipline myself to make sure that I use the time for um, the focusing on me, then it kind of can compound and really build more stress in the long run because you're frustrated you didn't get what you wanted to get done or you didn't get your time. And then um, I think it also can help or not have the effect of heightening the frustrations of the day anyway. So I think uh, really being sure that you set boundaries but but being extremely realistic on what time frames will work for me um, and then also safeguarding those and ensuring that uh, – those are your times and you're not going to schedule stuff for work or schedule stuff for um, things that you can control. Keep them out of that time to ensure that you get it. Yeah. Well, and when we talk about boundaries, I mean, time is one of those huge factors that goes into that because, I mean, I think that that's one of the biggest things that we don't often do is is carve out the time that we need for ourselves. Um, and I think that, you know, that's, one of those areas where I think a lot of guilt and stuff starts to kind of creep in um, because it feels so selfish to 
be setting this time away for ourselves. But like we had discussed, I mean, the reality is, is it's so important to do that because that's what's allowing you time to focus on yourself, to kind of keep yourself recharged and, and, you know, focus on self-care or whatever else that time might entail. But, um, you know, and then we talked about realistic times, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you know, say in the morning that you're struggling to wake up, well, maybe the first thing out of the gate shouldn't be that time set aside because if you're say snoozing your alarms halfway into your time that you've set aside for yourself, not that sleep is not good. And that's not to say that that's not a great way to actually spend some time for yourself. But I think more than just sleep, we do need to be able to focus on other things too, that we enjoy. Um, And so I think finding times where it's not going to be interrupted, whether that be by sleep or, you know, sometimes in the evenings, you know, evenings are kind of a, a hot spot for people wanting to get together for dinners or, you know, friends wanting to hang out after they get out, out of work and, you know, spending time doing various activities, meeting for a drink or, you know, just hanging out, you know? And so if you are like that, where, you know, you know that you're constantly being requested to, you know, or invited to partake in an event or social gathering or something like that, then that might not be the best time to try and carve that time out for yourself, unless that social gathering is part of that time for yourself too. But those are things that I think that we kind of have to look at and assess for ourselves. Again, what, what is really healing and, and, energizing and allowing us to recharge. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, and then looking at, at how we want to fill those times. Yeah. I think too, with, with the boundaries is, you know, making sure that you're not afraid to say no when you know that, um, these things like Logan was talking about that come up that if they don't fit into your plan or fit into your schedule or, you know, you just might have to pause and think a little bit more before saying yes if you can make it work and make adjustments, but um, just having the ability to say no when you know it's going to be detrimental to to you in the long run. Um, and I know like sometimes it's hard to to kind of have those conversations or, or um, you know, having the feeling of like disappointing the people around you um, by saying no or not being able to join in. Um, but I think that, you know, it's just taking a, a active approach and being up, upfront and honest with people on – you know, I have commitments to myself and I can't break those. Maybe we can do it another time or, um, another day or something like that. But, um, you know, I, I know in, in my life, a lot of times I've had to say no to things just because I get up early or I, you know, I have stuff in the morning or I have commitments in the morning, um, or in the evening or whatever it might be. But, you know, it's one of those things where, and I think it's, that's a double-sided sword, right? Because we don't want to disappoint people, but we also don't want to miss out on stuff. Um, So I think it's finding that balance and just when it is a vital part where you need to focus on yourself more than than maybe an event or something coming up, then not having the fear to to say no to those things. Yeah. And and why do we do that to ourselves sometimes, right? I mean, it it is so difficult sometimes to say no. I mean, because you don't want to let people down, you know, Um, but I think that 
you know, we start looking at, at, at saying no and, you know, why we're saying no, right? And, you know, if you truly have a good support system and good friends and family and coworkers, whatever, you know, your social outlook is, and they really truly care about you. I mean, if you think about it, if you just simply do say no and explain why, like, yeah. Hey, I, I really just need some time to recharge. I'm sorry. I can't, you know, I don't think I'm going to be able to make this. Um, I think that most of them would understand and would be supportive of your decision to do that. And if anything, it could maybe lead more of your social circle to do the same for themselves sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think that if you do get feedback that's negative, then maybe, you know, on the other side, maybe those people shouldn't be in your circle anyway. Um, But I do have one, like, one of my pet peeves when people lie. So like, and I think sometimes our nature is to kind of fib instead of having to maybe voice the real reason. But I would encourage everyone to just be honest with people because I think they can see through that when you're trying to maybe puff a story on why you can't make something or um, make up a reason that you think would be more acceptable to them. I would just encourage you to be honest and, you know, tell them what you got going on in your life. Yeah. Well, I think that, uh, you're exactly right. Cause I mean, a, I don't like to lie myself and nor do I like to be lied to, but I think that that comes from that difficulty though, really. Right. Because we're sitting here talking about setting these boundaries and, and saying no. And I think that when a lot of people look at, at this, you know, boundary setting and having to say no to somebody, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times the first thing that maybe triggers in a person's mind is, oh, I need to have an excuse with this. Yeah. And you know what? Here's the reality. First off and f- foremost, if you're setting a boundary for yourself and you're going to tell somebody no, um, I can't do X, Y, and Z because I do need to take some time for, for myself. First off, nobody really needs to know exactly why you said no. Okay. Um, obviously that can kind of help soften things, right? Mm-hmm. It can be helpful to provide some level of understanding, but we don't need to make a quote unquote excuse, yeah. right? It's not an excuse. It It is what it is. And we definitely don't need to be lying or, you know, misleading about it when we do it. Um, and I think a, a big part of that though, is, is that really, you know, we're talking about self care and taking care of you. And I, I think that if you're kind of fibbing or, you know, making all these random excuses, you're kind of setting yourself back by yeah. doing that anyway. But the reality is, is that, we should be kind of creating a culture where within your social group, people are understanding of why you need that time, why you're saying no, um, and letting them understand like, Hey, I just need to kind of unwind and recharge. Right. And a lot of times, you know, I wish I could say I was better about this, but I've seen a lot of people say, sorry, that's like, I've actually blocked out that time for myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, no. And I think using, you know, having the ability to explain it as what you're doing gives you an opportunity to be an example to someone too. And maybe they haven't thought about it, but think, oh, wow, that's pretty cool that someone would 
actually stay that true to themselves and, and, uh, you know, use that time that they set aside. Yeah. Well, think about it, right? Let's say you go to the gym every morning before you go to work, you wake up, you have breakfast, something like that. You hit the gym. Would it be so odd if somebody said, Hey, do you want to go grab breakfast or something or do something before work? And you responded by saying, Oh, I'm sorry. I have the gym. That's when I go to the gym every morning. Mm-hmm. Right. What, it, what, so what's the difference then? Cause that kind of is you time, right? That is self care. That is you taking time aside for yourself. So what's the difference if that time were filled with a different activity, right? There, there really isn't much of a difference. And, and so I think it's really kind of how we're framing it how we're looking at it and what angle we're taking when we do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. I think, um, you know, too, as you go through these and you're working on boundaries and, and focusing on yourself, um, one of the areas we really have to look at is looking at your current life, uh, your dreams, aspirations you may have and your job. Um, you know, those are things that obviously ebb and flow throughout, your life and, and situations change, but it's something that we always should be focusing on and really working on to ensure that, um, you know, you're able to find satisfaction in those things, but also they align with you allowing yourself the time you need to focus on yourself. Yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, we talk about carving out time and stuff and, and then it's it's kind of like, well, now we need to assess and figure out what are we doing with that time, you know, and, and where are we going in life, right? So like, I think a lot of this comes down to really kind of making sure that, that are we doing the things in life that are most advantageous for ourselves, that are setting us up for success, that are setting us up for happiness, that are keeping us excited and motivated to want to keep going, you know, Mm -hmm. and a couple episodes ago, we kind of talked about living your best life and, you know, how things can kind of get monotonous and stuff. And really a lot of this is, is sitting down and looking at what we're doing, why we're doing things and, and kind of really being purpose driven, I guess, if you will, you know, um, to the point that we are, you know, enjoying everything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's huge. And I think, like you said, by focusing and being purpose-driven, you can really make a better decision on what you need and what um, what what things in your life are good and what things are potentially barriers to you uh, reaching the, the level you want to reach or, you know, the free time you want to have or um, there's a lot of things that can – you know, and I really sneak up, I think, I think barriers, because you can be, example is me. So lately, lately I've been kind of struggling on my, my time and, um, lost some of the, the areas that I used to, to really kind of recharge myself. And that's because there was a shift in my day to day and, and work and, um, you know, it, it kind of changed a little bit, but it's, it's so amazing how something simple, a simple change can just blow your whole plan up. Um, so I think that it's something that we always need to be focusing on and adjusting and, and, um, really being honest with ourselves on, is this working? Is this not working? 
and fine tuning things to hopefully avoid losing the focus on you and, and, and having gaps. Cause uh, you know, me and Logan were talking about this today before we started, how quick it can just kind of disintegrate your plan if you're not really at the top of your game and, and constantly analyzing how things are going and, and what potential barriers may come up or what potential barriers may have a, either in the future come up or may be in your way right now. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly it though. And I mean, we constantly have to be reanalyzing and stuff and that could even be part of your time. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of the time that, that Josh and I spend together, that's exactly what we're doing. We're talking things out, you know, we're kind of accountability partners and, you know, he's an extra set of ears and an extra mind that can kind of like hear me. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the things I'm struggling with, but then kind of relay back, you know, and just cause Josh says this doesn't mean that that's perfect for me, but it at least might give me a different viewpoint that I didn't have myself. And yeah. I think that a lot of times when, you know, we start looking at, you know, our life and, and everything and it, we need to look at it through this lens of like, what is fulfilling to us? You know, what, that purpose behind stuff, it, what is this accomplishing? Is it making me happy? And, and really the idea is to work toward having more of that in your life. Things that are bringing happiness, um, that are, are, truly fulfilling, you know, what you want in life. And I think that a lot of times we need to sit down and spend more time planning those things out and kind of, you know, almost like really creating more of a strategic process in a sense, I guess, like of how we're going to obtain these things and how are we going to move forward and closer to these things that we value so much in our life. Yeah, I like I like that. And I think, you know, it is how strategically am I going to work for the time I need and the the self-care I need. I think you know, at times we may get um blind a little bit and think that it's it's like a we're entitled to this time, you know what I mean? Um but I think it really is a work in progress and and um you know, you do owe yourself time and you do Oh, your self relaxation and, and, and ways to build that in. Um, but I think like Logan said, it is a process, a work in progress process and, and, um, having the ability to be strategic and, and open and honest with yourself to, to see how you can make that work for you, um, is a, is a very vital skill, I think, into, to ensuring you, you do focus on yourself. Yeah. Well, a lot of times it's just, honestly, kind of asking yourself questions, you know, like, what am I doing in life that's fulfilling to me? What, what does make me happy? What's going right? What's going wrong? What could use some improvement? You know, do I love my career? Um, are there roadblocks that exist that are Mm -hmm. kind of sitting in my way that, you know, I like this, but I kind of like to get to here instead of where I'm at now, what's preventing me from doing that, you know? and start working on those things. And that can be a, a large part of, you know, setting boundaries or even maybe removing some boundaries too. I mean, that's always a thing as well, you know, is, is looking at what, what is holding us back from where we want to get to or the things that we want to do and how do we need to modify and adjust. And I think that truly asking ourselves these questions and, 
you know, finding these open-ended questions and these deep, thoughtful type things really can help us not only learn more about ourselves, but really make us stop and think, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because that's a huge part of this. And, and we, again, we talked about this monotony of life. We fall into it all the time. And I think by asking ourselves all these open-ended questions, you know, and really spending some time thinking and planning and, and this strategic process, you know, it can help uncover a lot of things that maybe we do need to change or modify. Yeah. I think it, like, like you said, it's, it's very easy to get caught up in the, the fast pace of life and, and the things that come at us. And I think that, you know, the, the biggest key to, to kind of pre-planning or strategically processing is building that muscle memory so that whenever things do come up, you have that pause to really analyze it and think, I want to do this. Is this the best thing for me or is this not the best thing for me at this time? And then moving forward. And as you, as you do, you know, spend that time and, and like Logan said, get to know yourself, it becomes easier and easier to, you know, maybe say no to things that don't fall in line with your why, or they're going to help you get um, to a better place with your, your time and, and the things you have to commit to. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think that, you know, when we start talking about all this stuff too, I think it's important to note because some of these things can start to, you know, if we get too deep in thought about some of them, um, it can, it can maybe start to cause some frustration or stress too. Like, you know, and I, th I think that you have to kind of give yourself some grace, right? Because, you know, this shouldn't be necessarily a forced thing. Um, I mean, again, we're talking about focusing on you, right? So sometimes that requires, you know, spending some time really, like we said, strategically planning stuff, but it really shouldn't be stressful either. And I think that if it gets to that point, it, that might just be a sign like, Hey, I need to take a break or, yeah. you know, refocus a little bit and, and pick something else. Um, or maybe now's not the right time to be thinking about this at all. And, and maybe we just note that down, we revisit at a later time. But I think that, you know, the whole point of this is to have a healthy focus on yourself and to, kind of be in that stress-free environment. And though some of this stuff can lead us down into a stressful path, that's another boundary that we do have to have is that if we start getting those stress indicators or, you know, we're frustrated about something that, okay, we just need to pause, back off this a second and refocus, look at something else for a while. Yeah, really. I mean, it, it, it really should be something that's fun and relaxing. Um, and, you know, I think as, as, you go through it, it can spark excitement and it can provide new ideas and, and, um, you know, really give you a boost to, to keep going and, and really just kind of learn more about how you want to own your life. Yeah. What's well, that self-exploration, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think that focusing on you is, is it has to be something that's a constant in life and, um, you know, and it's a good, healthy thing to do. Um, but we do need to avoid the stress piece of it if at all possible. So yeah, definitely. All right. Well, it's uh, time for the afterthought where we leave you with quotes, challenges, and other thoughtful moments. So this week, um, we'd like to challenge everyone kind of just to, um, just like we were talking, stop and kind of assess your current situation and, and gauge if you are 
really spending enough time on yourself. Um, and if you don't feel that you are, um, which is often the case for many people, um, just kind of maybe look at planning out some times where you can set aside for yourself that you won't be interrupted. And, um, you know, kind of from there, really just kind of choose how you can best fill that time. And uh, don't forget to check us out on our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. Go subscribe to make sure you don't miss new episodes. You can also drop a review on the Apple Podcast app. Alrighty, Phenoms. Until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well.